cheerfully promises to bring him to her, Joelle is facing the sentence of the chief recorder. He has spent days and nights of uncertainty in the Bastille, not knowing what was to be his punishment. But now at last, he knows. It has been decided that since no proof of his noble birth is forthcoming, he will not be executed but hanged. He stands now in his musty cell, looking in unbelieving horror at the jailer who has brought him this news. Hanged? Not executed, but hanged. Why should they ordain such a death for me? Because you have no name, my master. And execution is reserved for those of noble blood. Oh, you gave them plenty of headaches, monsieur. They didn't know what to do with you. Oh, but it's all settled now. I am delighted for their sakes, Master Jailer, but for my own, I... I think I shall go to the courtyard. The air there will cool my head while I still have it. At least you'll have company there. The other prisoners are taking their exercise. Company was not what I was seeking, Master Jailer. above these walls. The church of St. Paul, where my aurora attends Vespers. The gray house, where we found a friend. If I could but know that all was well with she whom I love. I have a friend who will come to my aid. I have a fire and a rope. I have drawn 
one night through window bars so that they will readily snap. Will you not be seen? With such bad weather as intends, I may have the luck of the safety keeping in his watchbox. If you be outside and see me swinging down upon my book, then he will shoot me. If he misses, I shall leap from the rampart into the moat and swim across. It seems you run a great risk of breaking your neck. What of it? What is life without freedom, dear? And why do you tell me this, number 141? Why confide in a fellow prisoner you hardly know? Because you would not betray me. I read it in your face. Are you a, a fortune teller, then, that you see so much? We are a family of wizards, you see. Besides that, I have a favor to ask. What is it? As you say, I run many risks. I may be recaptured or I may be killed. It is for my daughter's sake I must go. And it is a risk, more than you know. See what I have hidden here within my garments. This locket contains a paper for which my enemy would bear fortune. Up to the present, I've managed to hide it. If found on me, it will be destroyed. And so I tell you, this locket must not leave your hand until it is given to my daughter. You ask the impossible. How am I to fulfill such a mission? I have a presentiment you will go from this place more easily than I. To my death, most likely. My friend. I am a dualist sentenced to be uh, sentenced to death. What help am I to you? Or anyone else for that matter? You will not die. I know it. But if you should, dualists are not criminals who will horrify or are scorned. You will be regularly tried and allowed to communicate with dear ones. In this place, with some chance, you will be able to pass this pleasure to my daughter. You may be right about it. This seems unlikely. Would you accuse a wretch who has no hope but in you to preserve an innocent girl? Since you insist so strongly, I will do as you ask. You promise not to let it out of your hands until either you return it to me or give it into the girl's keep. I promise to do all that is within my power. I believe you. Heaven prompts me. You will hand over the locket without looking at its contents, be assured. I will wear it around my neck, under my clothes. What is your daughter's name? Her name is Therese Lissard. She lives in the middle of the new boudoir and carries on a business and is formed as a fortune teller. It is our hereditary trade. I, I will remember. Good luck, my friend. Before sleeping tonight, I shall pray for your success. You are luckier than I to be able to pray or sleep. But I thank you for the honor. I feel we are both of us in the shadow of death. Tonight will be a night of storm. Master Taylor! Master Taylor! What has happened? 
What is this shooting, Master Taylor? Oh, how's the man? Where is he? Between shots, shouting, and thunder, the man can get no rest. Master Taylor! Well, you may. There's the storm outside. There's more than a storm. Torn my ears to see this. What was the shooting? Who was shouting? Tell me what has happened. It was an attempt to escape. Which of the prisoners? Your neighbor overhead. Number 141. He sawed his window bars and slid down a rope from them. And then? He was shot, monsieur, through the head. Oh, it's doubtful whether heaven's interested in such as he, monsieur. He was a thorough rogue. He deserved to die. And what was his offense? He was a poisoner. The husband of one love was of whom you must have heard. Hmm. He was burned as a witch not long since. How then was this man allowed to escape? Well, he had proved to break out. Hmm, I don't think we didn't know of it. We were informed long ago. You mean it was a trap? He was allowed to escape and then shot? He was a thorn in many sides, my master. A man who could have told dangerous tales about his betters. Including, so they tell me, the Marchioness de Montespan. Oh, well, he's gone now. And you may go back to sleep. Take my advice, monsieur. Go back to sleep and thank heaven you're safe within the Bastille. And not out in this storm tonight. At least in the Bastille, you know where you are. And we know where to find you. Good night, monsieur. So, once again, we admit failure by Laurier. We do not know where he is or where to look for him. Uh, one would think a man of his stature would be simple enough to find. Yet we have searched in vain. Upon my sword, this Breton seems destined to cross my every wish, a plague upon him. It is indeed hard, my lord, that you should be thwarted at this point. After finding Mademoiselle de Tremblay and persuading her of our good intentions. It was no easy task for Larrier. I had to think fast, I warrant you. This Joel must be found by Larrier. He is the only one who can save our affairs from being bungled by the by the monstrous innocence of this girl. Oh, it's a pity we did not choose someone wiser in court ways and intrigues. We'd not have had this difficulty, my lord. Yet it is her freshness and innocence, in comparison with the worldly wise women of the court, that constitutes her appeal to his majesty. King Louis likes a gentlewoman. See how he has honored the soft-voiced widow, Marchioness de Suzerre. Ah, yet none can call a Montespan, gentle, my lord. Every man likes to change occasionally, my friend. And we have the right one uh, to appeal to him if only she would behave as a reasonable female. It is certain that his majesty feels more than ordinary interest in her well-being. Did he not tell you so, my lord, when you met him after the council this morning? What and it was for that purpose he made the appointment with me. But I feigned indisposition so as to give time to find this Breton. I cannot put it off indefinitely. And I am to see him after council tomorrow. While Laurier, we must find the lad. I am doing all that is possible, my I lord. I have promised Mademoiselle that he shall be brought to her. Intensify your search by Laurier and hurry for the needed urgent. It is imperative to our plans that Mademoiselle remains at court beside the queen. And if the only way to keep her there is to produce the Breton, then he must be found. 
Tomorrow morning, Valarie, before I meet the king, I want him brought to me. Dead or alive, Valarie, I must have the Breton. <laughs> 